Hey there, demons. It's us, your girls. Welcome to the 10th Office Goblin podcast and season finale. I'm S. And I'm D. And we are goblins. Two goblins that have many thoughts, interests, and opinions about stuff and things. And today, we're going to talk about a crucial period of time in uh, <laughs> young S and young D's lives. <laughs> Would you like to talk about that infamous era a, a pivotal moment if we will <laughs> i yeah i would say one that ha- is not a phase mom and dad <laughs> certainly not so as we've kind of talked about in previous episodes we are of the era where you know the 2008 housing crash that kind of whole system falling apart happened when we were in middle school yeah but there was something more important that happened than the housing crash stock market crisis what was more important (laughs) emos in the wild in the wild okay so was that just all of the the stress from like the world gave us the lifeblood to get (laughs) big and popular (laughs) totally totally like um and by in the wild i mean at your local mall (laughs) your local midwestern mall and probably malls all around the country but um (laughs) and no i joke of course like you know it was a really difficult time for many people but uh i don't know about you but i did not fully understand the cares of that time it was more like What's this band shirt I want to get? Listen, it was all about who got popular. I'd, yeah. We had what? F- uh, Fallout Boy, My Chemical Romance, Weezer, and the I'm Academy sure there's some. Is. Yeah, there are some people who are like, those people are to- totally different, top, whatever. This was all, this is just all who were big at the time. Yes. Uh, plain White Tees. Um, oh, who else was there? Death Cab for Cutie. Like, we're talking about really alternative, like, just out there bands and names that your parents would ask who you're listening to, and you'd have to guess, should I tell them the name or should I tell them something else? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, And, like, a lot of things kind of, you know, I think the alternative scene was less understood then than it is now, and... It's certainly more accepted now. Yeah, I could see that. I know yeah. I know there are a lot of people, though, that get super territorial over certain terms. Because nowadays yes. you have, uh, what is it, e-girls and e-boys. And that's not yeah, the same as... Yeah, these different as, subgroups. Right. And so I don't... I, I wonder if, like, the original purpose in groups, people who are our age who were into this stuff would be as accepted still today versus what's quote-unquote popular with the youth? (laughs) With the youths. Um, You know what? That's a good question because I think back to that time and certainly you always had goths, right? Like Mm -hmm. in the 70s and the 80s, that was like a really big thing and certainly going forward through the 90s and 2000s. But And then we had this this thing, if you will, the the emo phase, but then it's morphed into so many other things. Like, um, do you remember scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I don't know what came after that, but I and I can't keep up with the trends of the kids, especially like you know these e girls and e boys and mm-hmm. sad girls and sad boys. Um, <laughs> it's just ev- everybody. Yeah, ev- yeah, everybody's sad. Um, <laughs> but. Like, you know what I mean? And even now you have, like, rappers and things like that where they talk about being sad and uh-huh. um, have a certain aesthetic that, you know, in their clothing and how they act and their what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. It, like, a lot has changed, but then also many things have stayed the same. Right. Because, I mean, you have goth which is its own total subcategory you've got even more subcategories under goth and then you had like punk yes and punk rock and then you had you know alternative rock and then and that's probably the camp that i fell under the most was alternative rock Uh uh-huh uh-huh um and then you had your scene kids which had the (laughs) the raccoon hair pieces Uh, (laughs) and the big skinny jeans studded belts 
Uh, oh, big, so many belts. Chunky, there were like, so many belts. <laughs> you, you remember, like, it, they were almost reminded me of, like, rave bracelets with, yeah. the, like, the big chunky beaded bracelets mm-hmm. and, like, the bows in the hair for the for the girls and the swish, mm-hmm. you know? If oh, you didn't yes. have a straightener, then don't talk to me. <laughs> but also, um, it, even how they spoke, like, roar was a big thing. Do you remember? The roar era means roar? I love you in dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> do you remember, um, like, Happy Bunny? Oh, God. Do I? Yep. <laughs> yes, like, Boys Are Smelly Grape Jelly and all that jazz. Yes. There was Happy Bunny. There were the little uh, cartoon people that would, like... The little I had a cookie, is. but I eat it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. They were, like, minions, but sad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and had two eyes. Yep. And, like, the one... I remember one where it's, like... They literally ripped their heart out of their chest, and it's like, you can have mine, you know, being super romantic, romantic in a sad way. <laughs> oh, ew. And to think I was like, ah, at the time, <laughs> mistakes, mistakes were made. So many mistakes were made. <laughs> and I could tell you, um, I think that was around the time in my life when I started wearing makeup. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, oh, no, yes. Oh, yes. Um, oh, God. So many makeup mistakes. And I was like, I thought I looked good. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're first, like, figuring out what works for you. I didn't really get into makeup until probably my senior year of high school. And the okay. reason being, I was really athletic. So I never saw the point of putting on makeup because I would have practice in the mornings and at night, and it would just sweat off anyways. Waterproof. Come on now. See, this is why – yeah. I didn't understand the power of waterproof makeup until one of my classmates, after we had morning practice, said, hey, let me do your makeup for the day. And Uh I said, you know what? Sure, whatever. I don't care. I went through the whole day and a track meet, and that shit didn't – Budge. It took so yeah. much effort at home to even get it off my face. Yeah, you had to bust out the Crisco. <laughs> yeah. No, oh my God. <laughs> do, you, do you remember like that age, all, this era that we're talking about was also when a lot of the big stuff of our childhood on YouTube came out like Kelly and Shoes? Oh my God. Shoes. And, oh my God. Yeah, Shoes. <laughs> and the skit where like her br- and you saying, I was an athlete, um, like Kelly's brother said, I'm an athlete. And then Kelly's <laughs> friend said, I'm a vampire. And I was like, that was me, bitch. That was me. <laughs> so you're the athlete, I'm the vampire. Do you remember Chocolate Rain? Do I remember Chocolate Rain? Yes, or Charlie the Unicorn? Charlie! <laughs> it's a magical Leoplerodon, Charlie. They took my freaking kidney. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I watched Charlie the Unicorn. I, I probably have that whole skit memorized. Oh, confessions. Um, <laughs> it's unsolicited also, confessions. It's also the uh, the llamas with hats. Llamas that just with got, hats? That just got pro- progressively darker. Do you not remember that? No, I, I knew Carl, salad fingers. That kills people. You know oh, you know what? That? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and then the salad fingers. Remember those? How just like <sighs> I unsettling. Don't remember that? That was okay. So... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so many things. Um, so let me ask you. Uh, mm-hmm. So you were more into the alternative rock scene, mm-hmm. and what was the one safe haven for all your shopping needs? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think it's a little lesser known store called Hot Topic. (laughs) (laughs) I see this is also the same time where the Twilight saga started. The books started coming out and didn't end soon enough. (laughs) (laughs) The books started coming out in 2006 and the movie started coming out in like 2009, 10. And uh, I I read the books before I, – I will say this, but I don't mean this by any praise whatsoever. I read them before they got popular. 
because I was a local goblin in my library. Sure. I was in the library every day. So the librarian knew who I was. And when she got this new series in, she said, hey, this is kind of along the stuff you read. You know, vampires and dark stuff, you know, young adults, YA novels. You know, give it a try. And I liked it at the time because I was in seventh grade. Yeah. Amazing Pulitzer Prize kind of (laughs) literature. Literature. And and that was for my rough demographic. And so I really liked it. And I tried to have other people read it. You know, my other friends who were into books. And they were like, I don't want to read that. Whatever. And then the movies (laughs) came out. And they're like, oh, my God, this book is so amazing. I was like, fuck all of you. Yeah, pretty much. The number one place you were guaranteed to get Team Edward or Team Jacob bullshit was Hot Topic. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember what the store used to look like before it got modernized? Like a cave? Like a cave. Like the bars on the windows and the super gothic facade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. And, like, the music when you came in, it was, yeah, for, like, a specific group of people with specific interests and style. Absolutely. I I think, like, at the time, you know, those jelly bracelets that you could, like, tie together and crap? Oh, God. <laughs> like, those kind of people or the ones wearing these big tr- trip pants. Do you remember trip pants? Like, the wide leg, like, if yes. you fell off. A tall bridge, you'd parachute yourself down to safety with those things. Yeah. Like, those were the kinds of people, you know, like, definitely the goth-leaning crowd, goths mm-hmm. of old, um, with their, like, high demonia boots and stuff. I I think that was the brand. And uh, T.U.K. or Tuck, I'm not sure. I don't um, know about that stuff. Yeah. And that was, like, the OG Hot Topic era kind of shopping uh, yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't cheap. It oh, wasn't cheap, God, girl. No. And I don't know if much has changed since that time. It's certainly become more readily accessible to various uh, demographics. Mm-hmm. Ages and interests and everything, what have you, especially like the anime, the Pokemon, the Disney. Yes, there's a lot of Disney in there now. Yeah. Yeah. Which like back in the day would just be unheard of, I think. Yeah, probably. If it wasn't, like, a darker version yeah. of Disney. No, this is, you know, cute stuff or whatever. And yeah. I don't know if it's gotten cheaper at all or my upbringing was money was always super tight. And so yeah. if we were going to get clothes or whatever, you would go to Kohl's or Target or Oh, One definitely. Of those stores. You didn't go and spend $20 for a fucking t-shirt, okay? <laughs> yeah, that was like a splurge. That was a treat. Yeah. So the only time we ever really went to Hot Topic and I knew I was going to get something was for my birthday or for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And really funny story. Uh, so I'll be the again, judge of that. When, when Twilight started getting really big, And Hot Topic jumped on that train, right? Yeah. What I wanted for Christmas at the time was Twilight merchandise, whatever it was. Like, that was the big obsession for every tween girl this side of the Mississippi. (laughs) And my- Mason-Dixon line. (laughs) My parents- Yeah, because they let us read that witchcraft stuff over here. Uh, My parents (laughs) went to Hot Topic and, you know, the the person working there was like, you know, how can I help you? And my mom just went, I have no idea. Some kind of Twilight bullshit. (laughs) To the point. I love it. And so she tells me the story of her and like six other parents all around the Twilight merchandise doing the whole like bringing their phones out to put their cameras on so they could see in the store and yeah. try and figure out what everything was. Yeah. Oh, God. like God bless parents for real because <laughs> that's going to be me in the future. I'm going to be like that mom in a tracksuit being like, I don't know what I'm doing. Is this what you like? I don't know. like my kid came home and told me about some half dead creature that she's in love with i don't know what this means what is yeah yeah let me get up my bifocals and look into this um 
Now, were you a Team Edward or Team Jacob? I was Team Jacob. Mm -hmm. And the Mm -hmm. reason being that, (laughs) first of all, they were childhood best friends. Yeah. Like, I thought that was super cute. And Edward is thousands of years old, so that's just weird. And he's dead. So, I mean, what's gonna, how does that work? I remember watching a YouTuber once, and she said, how, how did the sex scene even happen in book four if he's dead? Like, if there's no- Necrophilia. (laughs) If there's no blood flow, either nothing happens- or it's always happening. So, <laughs> oh my, yeah, you know what I mean. The, the physics, yeah, the physics of that. Um. <laughs> it's like I'm not really concerned that vampires do or don't exist. I'm more concerned on how this even works. Yeah, you know, it, it took a few weeks of planning, like a pulley system. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. I didn't see the movies. Because I'm like, this sounds awful. And from the short snippets I did see, I was so wildly uncomfortable because of just how awkward it is. Oh, yeah. So the awkward, awkward. Yeah. Team team awkward energy. That That's all it was, I think. Um, not speaking for myself, but just what I was watching, I was like, oh, my God, these are professional actors. Mm-hmm. And this is the vibe, the whole movie. And they made four of them or however many. <laughs> And their baby looks like this. Do you know what I'm talking about? That weird looking baby? Because they originally had like a puppet baby. And then they realized that this wasn't going to work. Because it looked creepier than the one that they actually went through to use in the movie. They even managed to do that? Make a creepier looking baby? Uh Uh-huh. And so the one that's in the movie, I think, is entirely uh, CGI. CGI. So it's less um, soulless, I guess. Because the, the doll, you should look up pictures of the doll someday. Cause no, it is thank you. Wildly uncomfortable to look at. <laughs> um, and it, w- it wasn't it something like Jacob imprinted on this child or that they were destined to be soulmates or some crap like that. And he yeah. was already way older than is comfortable. And well, and like, that's the whole thing that I think made a lot of people uncomfortable because they tried to write it off as, you meet your soulmate and you imprint and like that's the person that you're meant to be with forever and if you just keep like turning into a wolf then you don't age anymore and then they can age and like grow up and then by the time it's like not creepy then you can be together and I'm like it's still creepy that's still creepy creepy. yeah yeah I don't know maybe we're putting forward some controversial opinions but that's pretty creepy I don't think it's too controversial. Okay, good. Back to Hot Topic, though, because we got a little off topic yeah. with, with the whole Twilight well, tangent. You know, but I, I think our uh, regular listeners are kind of used to that by now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so how Hot Topic in, has has changed kind of over the course of the years and how it's hopped on different trends? Because you had your Twilight scene and... I don't know. I kind of like I went to college and then I went to grad school and I didn't have the time, money or patience to go to the mall (laughs) almost for all that time. So I feel like Hot Topic was once the super cool, dark, like dungeon-esque alt rock area. Yeah. And now it's more, I I don't know, pop culture? Uh, Pop culture, definitely. Cash cow. Oof. Right? But it's true, though. and. I would argue very much a watered-down version of what it used to be. Yeah. Because you it's... still have, like, little bits and pieces mm-hmm. of what that was. But now, all those things that we mentioned, it it's so heavy on the pop culture, it almost hits you in the face on the way in. Because, yeah. you know, like, all the walls are covered with products and... It's your Disney in one corner, your Star Wars in another, your whole wall of floor-to-ceiling of Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. It, it's just shoved down your throat. Every angle and corner and nook and cranny of the store. Yeah, I can see that. And Spencer's, I feel like, isn't much better because I feel like those two stories tend to go hand-in-hand. 
Yeah, I think Spencer's just has more of like, dare I say, the adult things where, you know, for uh, adult activities. <laughs> what was your first experience in a Spencer's? I want to uh, compare. What was yours? Um, Definitely. Oh, gosh, I think it was near the end of grade school and walking in and it's like there's dildos on the wall mm-hmm. and, you know, all you like your little marijuanas, <laughs> little marijuana products, because it's like, you know, just everywhere, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And if I'm if I was looking to join a frat, certainly that would be probably the first place I would go to. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very much, I think, all of that mushed together, and then plus some body jewelry, mm-hmm. and uh, some disco lights you can get, and that's it. <laughs> so what was your, how did you feel coming out of the store at that age, I guess? Um, you know what, to be honest, I didn't think much of it. I was just like, you know, this is what they're serving, and people are clearly buying <laughs> and yeah it was just a a more adult version of a hot topic because it, it's still alternative and it you know has certain products to attract certain clientele mm-hmm. yeah and and i didn't think much more of that it's just like oh there's a dick on the wall or oh there's this you know but that's just what it is that's a, it's that kind of place with your uh black light posters and shit right okay so the my first experience in a spencer's i was about eight. Oh, lovely and i went in my family would go christmas shopping every year together we would drive up to the city and yeah. we would go to the mall we'd stay mm-hmm. the night somewhere and you know hit up a different place the next day and then come home we'd have like a weekend or a day trip nice so my my parents were in the mall shopping for me and they sent me with my grandparents to walk around and keep me busy okay so i went into a spencer's like a tractor beam (laughs) with my grandmother wholesome family who had no idea what spencer's was she just said this looks interesting let's go in here grandma's been there before huh she's like oh that old like this looks interesting trick (laughs) i was a very sensitive child. Yeah, yeah. And so walking in, I I, I don't remember much, but I remember a lamp. <laughs> a little lamp, and it was a body, and it looked like someone had a lamp over their head. Okay. And it was a push button to turn it on and off. Okay. And that push button was located where the dick would be. So that's all I really remember. But I remember walking in, and we walked through the whole store, mind you. And we exit, and I cried. <laughs> I but cried. A question, though, for you. Like, you walking into a Spencer's, you know very quickly what kind of products and things they have in there for sale. Did at any point your grandma say, like, ah, no, avert the eyes of the child and, you know, get them out of here? I have no idea. I don't even know if she knew what she was looking at until it was too late. Because I remember very quickly leaving the store. But we were there long enough and walked long enough that I I saw more things than an eight-year-old should ever see at that point. Yeah, I agree. And I just remember sitting down crying. And I, like, I don't know. I just felt bad i mean i was i didn't yeah. understand I just right. they, they bought me a cookie and so we were sitting in the atrium and i'm eating a cookie and crying crying while eating i am so sorry like yeah no no eight-year-old should have to walk through a spencer's but i've certainly seen very young kids brought in there with their parents and yeah. fully the parents are taking their sweet old time perusing items and yeah, please don't bring your kids in there, y'all. Like, you you don't think your kid knows? They know. They know. Es- especially, there's a whole shirt display. You know, you walk in and you have your 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 big displays up front. Your money grabbers, yeah. right? Yeah. And then directly behind that is where you have a couple of your t-shirt displays and like your weed paraphernalia and all that fun stuff. Yeah. One of their t-shirt displays is entirely of animated women. 
in various sexual encounters. They're yeah. either tied up or they have the, <laughs> the agao face or what have you. And it's just like, that is not appropriate for children. Yeah, that's f- fucked up, man. <laughs> like, I don't know who's buying those t-shirts, first of all. Like, that's your choice. Live your life. I, but like you said, sometimes you see people walk in with their children and then... They know well what, what's in there, yeah. Right. I don't want to judge anyone. I really don't. <laughs> I would avoid it. If I had a child or children, I don't know about you, but I would go on my own time if I really felt the need to. Mm-hmm. Like, if anyone ever has a hankering, like, you know what? I'm bored. I'm going to go to Spencer's. <laughs> it's my one-stop shop. Go on your own time. Go by yourself. Don't don't bring your kids. <laughs> That's my PSA. <laughs> So that's kind of like what what the background, I guess, of, of our history with the store is. But do you still go to either of those stores today to, like, actually shop for anything? No. Uh, definitely bought things at Hot Topic. And like you, buying a band shirt or something every so often was just a real exciting thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, either for, like, my birthday or the holidays. But I don't know. Now I'll go in there maybe once every two, three years just to see what has changed mm-hmm. and what's kind of stayed the same. And literally will step in and be like, okay, and then walk <laughs> right out. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It, it doesn't hold the same pull of and the same magic of when I was uh, a young kid and an adolescent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? I, I mean, obviously, I still go to Hot Topic because we've talked about some of the t-shirts I've gotten. Um, gotta stay current, you know? Gotta stay current. But the, the main reason I go is because that is at least... That's in the Midwest. It's the closest place you can go to get, you know, your anime fix or your yes. band fix or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the easiest store to get that stuff. Yeah. Um. Besides t-shirts, I actually got a skirt there a few oh. months ago. It's a really cute, like, stretchy skirt. Um. The problem is that it's still a store for teenagers. <laughs> Are we not so, young? <laughs> we're we're still in the like age bracket where you're allowed to be, a, you know, shopping in the junior section, kind of. Well, the you can, but the problem is that I don't fit the junior section anymore. Okay, <laughs> I am your literal average size American woman. Okay, I am not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. small. I'm not obese but i'm i am very much in the middle and so that is just above <laughs> the largest size you can get in a junior section i am i am fully in the adult women's section clothing uh-huh uh-huh so it's uh that's always the problem so if i want to get something cuter or you know a skirt or whatever like i can't really shop at the mall anymore not at a lot of different stores that i used to really enjoy got Uh, it okay but i did find one skirt that fit really well and it's super cute and i was really excited to get it (laughs) amazing tell me all about it how does it look it's just a simple black skirt with pockets with pockets yeah the the peak of womanhood (laughs) is having a dress or a skirt with pockets amazing progress for women Progress for Women 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Dabs on them. What's your New Year's resolution? Pockets that I can put my phone in. Yeah, functional pockets in all my clothes. <laughs> we're but, we're car going, baby. 2022. <laughs> but so it's just a plain black skirt uh, with pockets. And then it's got like uh, elastic kind of suspenders that you can wear up or you can just leave them dangling because that's kind Very of the cute. style too. But yeah, yeah, it's it's super plain, but again, I am in my 20s, like late 20s. I don't need to be wearing shit with, you know, bedazzled on it. I don't know. 
It's not my style, at least. Uh-huh. I, I feel like Hot Topic is more size inclusive in recent years than it used to be as well. That is true. I actually just read an article the other day talking about um, popular stores and whether or not they are truly size inclusive. Oh, and interesting. Hot Topic actually rate was ranked one of the highest stores because online they go up through 4X. Oh, wow. That's and awesome. It's not a small 4X. It's an average 4X size. And so you can yeah. you can buy it and it will fit or there's a higher chance of it fitting. Yeah. That's cool because like I feel for let's say um there was always uh like Torrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, more size inclusive. And then Lane Bryant, like those were the spots, right? Yeah. For yeah, for young women. And now I, I think it's really great that, you know, different body types, different sizes, um, just like people of all different appearances are being represented. Represented. <laughs> Woo. Um, but you know what I mean? So yeah. that's really awesome. Good on Hot Topic for doing that. Um, I, <laughs> as much as maybe they are a little bit watered down on of what they used to be, at least mm-hmm. – for inclusivity they're doing a great job so shouts out hot topic you're doing great sweetie we love you (laughs) yes totally (laughs) yeah that's always a a big stickler i feel like for the fashion industry in the states if anywhere else but it's that once you hit a certain size it's almost like uh, fashion doesn't want you there yeah it really funnels down the options of accessibility to style and and being trendy yeah yeah especially like one of the biggest i guess i guess more most blatant examples is when you look at women's bras Mm -hmm. because about c and under you've got all of these different cute options there's lace there's patterns there's bows there's whatever and then bells and whistles right d and above it just you get a sea of tan yeah the beige (laughs) and there is it's all for support and nothing for the looks and it's so frustrating then to go well how are you supposed to you know feel cute when you have and supported and supported yes cute and supported when you have 16 colors of beige and no lace no pattern nothing yeah nothing fun um i do have friends and family who are larger chested than i am and their hunt for the perfect bra seems to be never ending (laughs) and they talk about stores like soma and things like that Mm -hmm. which do have larger cup sizes available Mm -hmm. but that they can be really expensive those bras Mm -hmm. and you know, like you said, it's as a smaller chested gal myself, I don't have to worry about that, like paying more. It's just, you know, I'll get this bra after a few months, it'll wear out, whatever, just buy a new one. But yeah, for um, my bigger chested friends, it's it's tough. And it's like if you, like you said, it's expensive. And yeah. so it's almost as if it doesn't matter where you really shop. It's going to be expensive no matter what. Totally. So I personally, like, I found an app and a store for Adore Me. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. They they also go up through 4X. And I want to say they go up through, like, size G or H for the chest. And yeah. it's like, and they're cute. Every single one of their designs can go up that size. And everything's adorable. Like, everything is super cute or mm-hmm. sassy or whatever you're looking for. And it's Sassy. <laughs> It's refreshing to see, you know. Yeah, my boobs, sassy. (laughs) It's refreshing to see your body type being shown looking good, you know? I love that. Absolutely. I think everyone should feel cute. And, like, especially I I think, like, what you wear underneath your clothes, it's it's a nice little thing for you. You know, it gets you feeling cute, (laughs) excited. I don't know. It's like one of those little things, right? Like if you got a cute bra on, it's like, ooh, this makes me happy. It is. It is. I, I feel for the first time in my 20-something odd years, I have bras and panties that match each other. 
Oh, wow. Well, snaps to that. (laughs) Yeah, I... So, do you... I've got a question. Coming Mm -hmm. back to our original topic of, like, the pop punk emo scene. Do you think that that scene is more or less accepting of, you know, different sizes or or backgrounds or whatever than maybe Uh your mainstream? You know what? I kind of... Over the years, I've seen a little bit of both where it has become certainly more accepting. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, I'd like to say that some subgroups are a little bit more accepting of di- of people with, um, you know, different bodies and looks and things like that. Um, but somehow I, I feel like it's still leaning toward, like, being super skinny and things like that. Right. Yeah, um, it feels almost weird to say, mm-hmm. but in, it, it's something that I'm like, is this a real, like, thing? Am I just, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to say, like, coming up with this, but am I really seeing this? And the answer would probably be yes. How about All you? Right. Yeah, you don't want to be biased just because you're a part of that group and you don't want to demonize yes. your own group. Totally. I do remember um, way back in the day, there was a clip that went viral of a guy in a wheelchair who had gone to a heavy metal concert. Uh-huh. And he he couldn't see. Obviously, he was in a wheelchair in yeah. the middle of a standing crowd. And so uh-huh. these guys that were around him was like, hey, do you want to see the show? And they lifted his chair up, him oh, wow. and everything, and just lifted him straight up into the air so that he could see it. And- that was, like, the coolest thing I'd ever seen go viral before. And I don't remember what yeah. year that was. Mm-hmm. But there's a really fun, like, stereotype, because that's just the word that needs to be used, that sure. metalheads are just really sweet people. <laughs> the, you know what? They are. <laughs> I At least all the ones to, that I've met. <laughs> right. I have yet very to nice. have that stereotype be wrong. Debunked. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's just – it's a really cute thing. You see it all the time because, like, at metal concerts, they do the wall of death, right, where the crowd splits in two and then they rush at each other. (laughs) And there are a lot of stories that I've read online over the years. And you always have to take online stories with a grain of salt. Sure. But there was one about a girl who had gone with either her boyfriend or friends or whatever – and there is this drunk guy next to her that when they separated for the wall, she was trying to get out of the way. She's like, I don't want to be in the middle of this. Yeah. And he somehow, like, tore off her top and threw her out into the middle. And, like, as the wall started to come together, and immediately everyone stopped. And some, like, the big guys were like, naked girl! And, like, swarmed to make sure that no one could see her and so that she could get dressed and then threw him in the middle while the wall came in like wow there's just there's i feel like more stories out there of heavy rock and heavy metal people looking out for others i feel like almost more than any other group i would agree with that i i don't know why that is like it's really awesome that it is but Mm -hmm. um yeah, I I think it's it's nice when people can allow themselves to be surprised and that kindness comes from some of the most unexpected places because often it's like the appearance, right? Like if you have mm-hmm. like a lot of tattoos or, you know, dressed all in black, whatever. And um, mm-hmm. that really some of the sweetest and gentlest souls I've met, you right. know, walk around like that. Um, and certainly me, one of them. But <laughs> I'm like, I promise we're nice people. Our little goth sunshine S. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I will say, though, it, despite there might still be some toxicity, of course, there's, there's always going to be some kind of asshole somewhere. Um, my favorite shows, like videos, though, are people that come together um, to sing at, like, sporting events or whatever. Um, because there, Such was, as. there was one, oh, what song was it? Uh, it was a sporting event. I want to say it was like at Michigan State this past year and they were playing, 
a punk and alternative rock song that we all kind of grew up with, but there are so many that we all know and love that I can't remember (laughs) which one it was. But what was cool was that in the middle of the chorus, the stadium cut the sound and the whole stands kept singing the song. Oh, that's amazing. It's just, it's my favorite thing is to hear people get together. Like, do you remember um, the video that went viral of a bunch of people, I want to say at a My Chemical Romance um, tour, and before the band came out, they played Bohemian Rhapsody. I did not see this, but I know that the power of Bohemian Rhapsody (laughs) to bring the people together... (laughs) bohemian rhapsody is witchcraft and you cannot convince me otherwise oh no i'm not i'm not even gonna fight you on it because i i wholeheartedly agree i don't know what kind of magic flew through that song but (laughs) and i mean my chemical romance too you know like i haven't listened to them in years Mm -hmm. but if you play me like black parade (laughs) all the words yeah i feel the band i know the most um was Plain White Tees and oh God. <laughs> We the Kings. You were super <laughs> alternative mama. I was the kid who wore those t-shirts that had vests sewn on them. <laughs> <sighs> Did you wear a, a tank, tank top with a, a tie as well? Maybe a studded belt? <laughs> okay, so I'd never wore ties because I couldn't figure out how to tie them. <laughs> That was the only thing holding you back. It was. Bitch. Listen, listen, Avril Lavigne was my queen and is still to this day. She was my inspiration. Her and Paramore, Haley Williams, I wanted uh-huh. to look like them so bad. <laughs> no, I, I loved Avril Lavigne as well. When she first came out, I was just like, who the hell is she? She's so cool. You know. Right? Skater Boy is the song of a generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I- iconic, absolutely. Um, I, we will omit that part of her life when she married that guy from Nickelback. It's whatever. It's fine, you know, we all make mistakes. Sure. <laughs> While she's listening right now, just like single tear. Avril, I love you. I hope you're doing so well. <laughs> XOXO, Chad. Because I do think his name is Chad. Of course it would be. It's always a Chad. (laughs) He had that ramen hair at one point. Wait, no, no, no. Was that Chad or was that, wasn't that Timberlake? Him too, but like this, (laughs) this Chad had ramen hair. It was just longer. Oh God, the fucking ramen hair, man. At least as a scene kid, the raccoon hair, most of the time they were extensions that we would dye and put in our hair or just fry your hair to like. Right. The follicle, yeah. Our our, uh, layers started at two inches at the top of our head, but I mean, it grew back. It was fine. It wasn't literally a pack of ramen noodles sitting on our head, okay? (laughs) Yeah, you wish it was, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, but um, hot topic. Yeah. um, (laughs) it's, It's interesting to see the hot topic of old you know, when we had something to compare to to what it is now. Mm-hmm. And certainly now it even carries like a lot of rap stuff, like uh, various rap artists who um, kind of uh, toe the line between maybe more alternative, but also still our rap. Like I think Lil Peep, sure. if, you, if you're, yeah, um, folks like him. I mean, hell, I, I've seen many like even Tupac or Biggie shirts. In Hot right. Topic. There's a um, lot of Juice World, but I wonder if that's... Yeah, lots of Juice World. Yeah. Um, so they're there. I mean, yeah, it's... <laughs> it's also, like, anime, rap, alternative, <laughs> thrown into one. Do you remember when Lil Wayne had that phase when he's like, I play guitar, I skateboard? <laughs> I don't. When was that? I think it was the Lollipop era. Oh, yeah. Do you know Do what you I mean? Remember Wayne's World? I loved Wayne's World. <laughs> oh God, that was so much. I feel like has happened 
<laughs> so much in as, our time transpired yeah um, that's not even you know major world catastrophes because a lot of those have happened too but like just the pop culture and trends of our time have swung so wildly back and forth <laughs> yeah and then sometimes almost almost definitely met in the middle mm-hmm. in very unexpected ways um <laughs> And sometimes you're like, I'm not even mad about this. And then other times you're like, why? (laughs) See, it's like a few years ago when the 90s started making their resurgence. It's all recycled trends. That's all it is. It is. And I wonder if that's kind of why, you know, places like Hot Topic have undergone such drastic change over the last few years is because their key audience now is so much more broad and they're hopping on a trend that they've never encountered before and you know this kind of like the alternative the emo the goth everything it's always been called like a phase or whatever and for some people it was and that's fine sure but then there are others where this is literally a lifestyle and you've got kids that are coming in and they have no idea (laughs) yeah what is in store Yeah, the old greats, if you will. Like, I remember, um, you know, the rapper Missy Elliott, who's absolutely amazing. Oh, I love her. Absolutely stunning. Um, So I I believe she had a health issue that had emerged and, you know, wasn't making music for a while, or at least was just producing or something like that. And then uh, suddenly, lo and behold, we are blessed with Missy Elliott once more. And the kids were like... And she was performing with, like, Britney Spears or someone, mm-hmm. some some mainstream pop star. And they were like, oh, look at this lady making Missy Elliott famous. How I'm dare they? Sorry. Who were they? Excuse yeah. the fuck out of me. We're going to throw hands, okay? I, rated E for everyone. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. I, <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> it's almost, that hurts almost as bad as kids you know, younger in- individuals today who say 1900s <laughs> were born in the 1900s. Fuck you, okay, Haley with 16 consonants and a vowel. like Yeah, and a Roman numeral. Like, I'm a vampire, <laughs> so I was, but, you know, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> like, no, this was, no. Yeah, I... <laughs> No, you're absolutely right. The The kids don't know where the trends came from and where they started. And certainly many trends were there uh, even before you and I were born. Oh, absolutely. No doubt. Yeah. But at least we understand that. We understand that and acknowledge it. Uh-huh. Whereas the kids think this is just this novel thing. Oh, God. Like a hot topic. And like, if they only knew the metamorphosis... <laughs> You know, which it's like, great, you know, Hot Topic has found a way to sustain itself and keep on doing so and getting the coin, you know, from every age, like from people our age and older to those much younger than us. Mm -hmm. Um, So great business model, you know, they're going with the times. Right. I don't know. I guess my, uh, my question for listeners is where do you go to shop if you are also a part of this group community. that s and i are in yeah. yeah and maybe that just shows how bad of a community member i am that i don't know where to go to anymore <laughs> but i've been living under a fucking rock for the last like decade okay <laughs> yeah yeah same where college and grad school does not give you the luxury to breathe let alone shop and find out where i can get my shit so tell me <laughs> tell me where, where i could get my go? shit right yeah. maybe maybe that's more ethically sourced <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I don't know about you, but that's also one thing that I've become really interested in the last few years is not buying so much, Mm -hmm. but maybe buying one or two pieces that are sustainable, Mm -hmm. ethically sourced. Mm -hmm. Even if they do cost a little bit more, I'm happy to hand over the coin if I know kind of the process involved in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am absolutely for that, too. I actually just had that conversation with my coworkers the other day where I'm willing to pay extra for things that mean something to me, you know? Yes, yes. That was a different topic, but 
I, I, the, the, important. Yeah. Yeah. The connotation still stands. I'll pay extra if it means that I can make something else better, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, man, we talked about ethics, emos, uh, uh, we did it business again. practices. Yeah. We did it again. <laughs> <laughs> we got deep at the end again. Fuck, I didn't even plan that. You just said that, and I'm like, oh, shit. Here yeah. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's like, you know, it's this, like, weird void that cannot be escaped. <laughs> it's a curse. <laughs> it's yeah, a curse. <laughs> Podcast gods be damned. <laughs> Here comes the moms of the internet. <laughs> You know what? I want to be someone's mom, so go for it. Yes. I will, Goth mom. I will take you in, my child. Yeah, under our our wings, our... How should we describe our wings? <laughs> our dark, tattered wings. Just... Yes. I've got you. Leathery wings. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, Jinx. I think this is... <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a good stopping yeah, point. Do I you agree. have any final thoughts on our topic today? No, no. Um, okay. I think we've preached the hot topic house down, so I'm we've good. preached the good word of the alternative scene. <laughs> Sign me up for that gospel. I will join that cult. Hello, <laughs> and okay. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you've enjoyed it thus far, leave a like, a rating, subscribe, bookmark, whatever or however it is that you use for your podcasting experience. We greatly appreciate it. And until next week, you have a great time. Bye. Bye.